0: Welcome to Making Waves, a show about sound art produced for WGXC by New Adventures in Sound Art. Today's show is about sound portraits. Joran Teller from Copenhagen was in residence at NASA And during his visit last week, he produced about two dozen sound portraits. A sound portrait is like a caricature made from a brief encounter in a public place, only that instead of creating a visual likeness of a person, a musical or sonic one is made. Through the show, we'll play some of the pieces he made portraying persons living in or touring the South River area. In between those portraits, we'll talk to Joran Teller about how he went about making them. In this first segment, we'll include some audio from the interaction he had prior to making the sound portrait. I can't
1: sing
0: Spanish. No,
2: but let's go on saying wobbly wobbly Spanish.
1: Hola, (laughs) ¿cómo tal? Oh, you want more? You
2: shouldn't be shy, it's okay. I mean, I mean, everybody can be how they feel. That's a part of the portrait, <laughs> to be shy. And um, tell me about the way you uh, put your eyes and you make um, your make, makeup. You make Is there anything about the uh, animal, about this one eyebrow over here? No, it's the
1: same thing on the other side too. Oh, that's also back.
2: Back. It's also a nothing about um, a tiger. My, my best friend and I matched.
1: We have, we both put it. Ah, oh, we fantastic. We were, it, it, was, it was like, in the morning, I think, and we were watching the video online of someone doing it, and she wanted to do it on hers, but she was scared it wouldn't look good, so she did it on me first to see if it would look good, so I was the guinea pig for that.
2: So now I've been recording kind of two loops. You like rock I love music.
1: rock music. It yes, yep. has to
2: be worth the while. Do you have it?
1: I have one, just wait a minute. This is such a little baby
2: guitar. Yeah, it's a so test. I'm so happy holding it. You good? I have a lot of material. Yeah, cool. Oh, good, but... thanks a lot. Can I? No? I don't think so. No, I'm not. Really. Okay, because it's actually this. Nice to You well.
1: I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: There's some things that were evident. One is you asked about a genre of music so mm-hmm. like what, that they liked, so she said rock. Right. And, and then that immediately brought you into using, bringing the guitar into, you went and got the guitar and uh, incorporated it into the... the right, mix. because so it was so obvious. Is um, that a common thing that you ask about? It's, it has
2: an uh, issue with what kind of... It's to bring in what is um, possible next. Because we started something, recorded something, uh, both the, I experienced experience that both with Jojo and with others, and I need some extra stuff to have handy. Maybe I will only use a little of it, or maybe I will not completely go rock. I just know if they like rock and roll, and I have, they have a touch of something specific, usually uh, going out in the dark to darkness and listen to electric strings, whatever, and a good singer or. Something like that, and a beat, and some of them. There's so many genres in rock and roll. I like different genres in rock and roll myself, so I can relate to that. I was surprised. I didn't. I didn't she doesn't look like a fan of rock and roll to me, so there was it. Was a surprise, and it happened. So I just uh, performed at the Electric Eclectics with my solo project, uh, Static Teller. Which is based on a uh, detuned electric guitar and uh, synthesizer loops and my own poetry. Um, so I had a heavy metal pedal and a very short guitar handy in the backstage room out here. Um, so it was obvious, and there's no other portrait whether as uh, electric guitar from this series. So it was even a, a specific uh, pleasure to have an outstanding portrait possibility and see where that goes and she played it herself uh... and this and went straight into trying stuff it was completely detuned and uh... she felt free uh, and had fun and i didn't even have to tell her anything and it was just a record so that was um, a why not situation <laughs> let's go and i like those uh... a lot uh, she grabbed the energy of the moment uh, perfectly and. Uh, it was yeah it was fun i think it became quite an astonishing thing to have but suddenly <laughs> the portrayed person playing herself uh, heavy metal guitar <laughs> <laughs> yeah I felt, I felt it opened up stuff uh, i think also the talk we had about her makeup oh, she was very happy about that and it helps also acknowledge uh, who she is and uh, what she's uh, doing to herself and why, what identity she has and how she sees her project in life uh, as, a, as a visual person. Um, I think at the end of the portrait there's a little much of the octave down uh, from her speaking. I could have caught a little out of that. Uh, it reminds me, of, I was starting to thinking about my early influence by Frank Zappa and his tape loops, and uh, later influences by George Clinton and his uh, funk tape, uh, uh, down, downgrading, uh, whatever sampling he used. And this funk was nice to remind me of Lumpy Gravy and uh, <laughs> We Just Rip My Flesh and stuff like that, because that was a huge influence when I was young. And I still, you can hear the tape looping idea in that loop, and I think that to me is. It also rings a bell back to my where I came from, uh, technically. Sitting you,
0: your musical origins, you from your musical origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I used to sit on, and do tape loops in Paris in a very small uh, flat for my first uh, paid uh, commission for a choreographer in, in France, uh, which was really cool. I mean, I had tape loops. Uh, I had a bed. I had a studio under the bed that uh, bed was two meters up and the roof was very close to the to the beds and under I had a, a revox and I sat and cut tapes and the loops were running in two three meters and, and the punched and stuff I could do uh, sound on sound and stuff like that and the whole physical media is was uh, amazing uh, fun to to work with and so simple uh, and the simplicity uh, is is in that thing also I do today that's so so simple and repetitive and um, so, for me, it's a, like, also, wow, uh, bring, it brings something back in my work uh, to sit and work with that simple digital loop. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the next one I have uh, queued up is uh, Maya. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. So, this is at Mikasoo Park. Yeah, was yeah I was sitting location. in
2: Mikasoo Park the first day. Uh, you had broken your glass uh, on your back window and we uh, <laughs> had to kind of just hit it hard and be ready. And uh, it just happened, so we picked the right spot and people were passing by all the time and she just came in, around, hen, it, it's in Danish you say hen. She just came by uh, to my table and said, what's going on here? I am completely curious, I think she's 13, 14, max. And she had some colleagues on a car, on a truck, these uh, uh, Mikisu trucks and from Ontario parks. And I say, I listen to this, oh, I'm, I'm ready. And, okay, then I press rec, and she started to work with the high-frequency sounds, just right there, uh, scraping on wood, very fine things. In my ears, you can see, I have a, a hearing aid I cannot hear up above uh, 10 or something, 10,000. So she, she was sitting doing these kind of small things, and, and, and was really, she was really into it. I mean, then she took two, two stones. So I didn't have to tell her anything. She was just into the research right away, and then I, 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 I just uh, had to when we had recorded a little bit, I had to say, oh, is this kind of I'm um, I'm working with a kind of portraiting of you, so it's a kind of uh, we would go a little in another. We were going more in this direction, and then we did something else, uh, which would bring out some stuff. But she didn't talk stuff maybe a little vocal voice here and there but she, and she, also the um, other employers a colleague was standing near nearby and i could feel uh, the younger a man he was a little like maybe the boss of, the, of that little team so he was very happy when i say oh m- maybe you should move on because and oh yeah we, we have to
1: uh,
2: <laughs> Just get back to work yeah yeah yeah, yeah because it was a, <laughs> like a ooh. Uh, but uh, i got her email and uh, she will have us uh, of course a portrait sent out in a few, few few hours or tomorrow but it was really nice to meet uh, a curious person right away he was so so straight in and saw a microphone and understood what he could do so that set
0: set the tone in a way
2: Well, it did, it, did. Yeah. it was high and I was uh, had the same thing um, later on like, uh, with an, uh, uh, currently through the whole day there was a young boy John who passed by several times uh, and, uh, we didn't really work on a portrait to, he didn't cope with the idea of a portrait i don't think he even knows what a portrait can be or can how be. old is he i think he was eight or eight something okay. maximum mm-hmm. nine maybe not not much more i didn't ask him um, but the last time he came by here he had all been announcing to his big brothers that he, they should come and mm. they said just cool okay so he, <laughs> he didn't we didn't expect them so we just started to record his bicycle. With the chain on the brakes clicking and things a little bit, uh, and I, I don't know how to find him. He has to find uh, us. Uh, so <laughs> find his portrait on the homepage. But that's so cute. I mean, that's so so brilliant. Yeah. Um, but let's hear Maya.
0: Here, let's hear Maya. Hear this, Maya. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. The nightingale is the top star of its species. Famous it for the powerful and beautiful sun.
0: So that was your portrait of Maya, and in that one I hear your voice.
1: Right. So I, I, and I
0: noticed that in other ones that I watched, you you were also vocalizing and right, making sounds. Right. Right. Um, what triggers you to do to do that? Just to be standing
2: right on. The edge of permitting myself and not being permitted to be in the, in the picture. Uh, and also to be uh, poetic. And uh, well, I didn't have so much... Well, I felt I would try... In a sense, I took a risk. I felt like, okay, I would try to put some words and see if I can find them. And I opened a newspaper and that's but at the music paper, and there was something about a nightingale, and I felt it was a pop star of the species, and I felt that could relate to a very young girl, and we had not had time to work with text, or words, or meaning, or anything, and it was uh, this kind of poetry, Uh, I felt like just, well, why not try, and it's curious, I think it works nice, Uh, it's a bit simple
0: so um, these are this time this iteration of the project right. are spontaneous right. compositions what we're listening to is something made on the fly uh, improvised pro- yeah, this short improvised yeah. composition or impromptu right. um, whereas before you had some time to labor and finesse things exactly. in making uh, right. the portraits right. uh, in non-real time um, so so uh, is it? Is it? Uh, how is it different than regular musical improvisation? When you say improvise with another musician, um, even alone, I mean, um, or or by yourself. Yeah. I mean, what are they? How are the cues different? Like you you're mentioning that you were with her, you you picked up on certain qualities of her, and it drew you to a certain text, and yeah. it was like an intuitive choice. Do those kind of same choices are made in an improvisation context?
2: They are, but but um, here yeah, I think I'm working on a fixed media project. So I, f- I, I and, and of course it's not fixed media when I record it. It will not be one-to-one, it will f- be floating in space still in that looper area, and I have to manipulate it later. Um, but I know I could feel this kind of... Maybe I was sitting now thinking about not to be uh, name-dropping too much. Luke Ferrari and, and an influence I had last year for his work with the silence uh, uh, and he has this in many different versions and there was this feeling of not, almost nothing here uh, in some areas i felt uh, for this uh, high frequency area which i have lost the feeling for uh, the, the, the texture and the pleasure of listening to um, that also this could be interesting uh, to have a deep voice as a contrarian Contract contra point, I would call it, mm-hmm. um, and also maybe to give Maya a, a little poetry,
1: mm-hmm. because mm-hmm.
2: it's a poetry to her. Right. Um, so that was—it's uh, not only a poetry of her. Um, so it's also a thank you, in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. And and also thank you to her for opening the eyes to uh, the ears to this and be already there she was completely into it and i think when i listen to this compared to jojo it's completely different has completely different breath Um, and um, it was uh, i think it would have been too silent for me if i didn't have put something else it could have been something else in my voice but I felt that was a nice uh, slow uh, way to put it it could have been a vibraphone uh, or something uh, open and relaxed um, or sea waves uh, something very poetic and simple ambient kind. kind um, that was some of her voice in the beginning you could hear there was quite active stuff mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, the next one I have is Doug, let uh, if you set that one up.
2: Yeah, we're really happy They just got there on the camping, I think same day that we did the, the day before, or something like that, and his uh, wife was very much into putting him in the hot chair, and uh, <laughs> this, uh, he took it, and he was immediately announcing that he was retired. Right. I'm, I met quite a few retired men out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I always said, I'm getting there <laughs> as an answer. And that uh, felt like they, we were in the same, uh, uh, you know, trouble. <laughs> kind of solidarity, solidar- solidarity, I would call that. But really nice, really nice person, very funny to talk to. And um, he was ready to do some sound. And then uh, he was not ready to hang too long. I mean, deliver and go. And then I was just uh, saying hi and bye and uh, get his email and then I did my work.
0: So that yeah. seems kind of very detached uh, in interaction. Why did you choose to play this one?
2: Because it was the first one and I feel it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fresh mm-hmm. uh, and um, I liked him. I had a feeling for him and uh, the, I, I like the portrait, That's more like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Doug Wilson,
2: live in little town in uh, Brecon, Ontario.
1: He tired. don't And once they have discovered them, <laughs> to copy this part of the genome from <laughs>
0: You say it's surprisingly good. Yeah, I, I think
2: really, I really like that portrait. Actually, it has this—it's the first in the whole series—and you can, I can hear, I'm still not using too much sound. But uh, what I get out of very few things is okay, I think, and mm-hmm. I, it, it's really not overproduced. Um, Here's so, the themes are quite varied in variations in a way, in a way, and I get also into the, the feeling of it could be um, the old patriarchs uh, drumming out ritual in a certain sense. Well, he's a little lost, but he's still a loving person. And um, uh, he so wants... So you had him drumming? Yeah, he, he was he on. using the drum with? It? He used one of my kitchen uh, sinks, what do you call these? Uh, aluminium sinks, uh, Pot- just with the hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. And then he talked a little bit where he came from, and he said this retired many times. Um, that, was, that was the sources. And then I added this... Drone thing, and then I added the synthesizer myself when he was gone. Um, I think doesn't. So a little he didn't more. stay to
0: listen. To no, no, no,
2: no. No, he doesn't know what I've done. Mm-hmm. And there was also a little radio in the beginning, a sample to put in a short way or of FM radio. It gave me a little uh, freedom in the beginning to be simple, uh, and and I just like hear the first versions Uh, the first ones usually have something specific specific, uh, something uh, you can feel that you're just about to finding out what is the tools but you're still respecting everything you do you're on your you're very sharp in the Mm -hmm. last uh, in in the last ones you uh, do i'm more messy and it's kind of getting crowded
0: right this was not crowded right right It had space yeah but i wonder how much of that has to do with that location this was at Mikasu Park. Yeah, it was beautiful. Which didn't have any traffic noise. Nope. It was a quiet place. That's true. People were all on foot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think
0: that uh, influenced? Oh,
2: yeah. I'm so certain it did. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you really had the feeling that one source was one source. And you were not, uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's heavy
0: with all the time. Um so 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 maybe that when you're in a busy loud environment, does that push you to make a lot of sound because you're trying to create something that you can hear against that noise? I would say yeah, I would say it's possible, yeah, yeah. It's possible, yes. Mm-hmm. And
2: also you get into kind of a yeah trouble of hearing the simplicity and accepting simplicity maybe. It's it, it's a point, yeah. It was very hard today uh, here, it was very noisy in, in NASA uh, South Lake South River sorry um, and uh, it was also noisy at crystal cave we're gonna hear some of those next I think um, uh, but I think I kept it simple still uh, at crystal cave I, I oh, met uh, next we have Eli. Kim. yeah um, exactly and uh, first I met Zach the uh, skated skater he was great to work with. We're not going to hear his... Uh, you, you, everybody can find that on the net. But uh, he came out with... I asked him how... Because I know it's a... Uh, it's a craft to build it. And there's different sounds related. So he came out and gave examples of all the sound related to the board. And that continued with Eli, which is, uh, happened to be his friend. Uh, Eli is um, the guy who cut Stones at the Crystal Cave. And he... he knew a lot about that and a lot about stones and i didn't know
0: much he was only uh, like 16 or six he wasn't like somebody doing it for 30 years (laughs) Uh,
2: he was an expert talking to i mean uh, uh, and we came into a dialogue about certain stones and by uh, him saying it's two three uh, things two three stones and then he said, said obsidian and uh, I don't know very much about crystals, but I remember a song by uh, the gor- Gorillas, uh, where they, uh, there's, a, choir, there's a, a chorus line called, where they say, sing, um, are we obsidian? And that song is fantastic. Anyway, he didn't know the song, but he learned, of course he knew Gorillas and had some other tracks he liked. Uh, but so we talked about, he, he started to describe obsidian the different versions he knew about and how it was made and a really impressive talk. Um, but that's a side story I mean he later came out and showed me and gave me a little gift of uh, obsidian which was really beautiful uh, but he, he I, I asked him a question about all this cutting of the stones which was uh, I was just, we were just preparing how to record his uh, portrait and I got the idea well how is the sound when you cut them Oh, but that's so different from stone to stone and that was your gift for his portrait that he had and he he could sing uh, ask him to make the sound and then we made an agreement that uh, I gave him signs to to when he should make the sound of that uh, specific stone cutting uh, process uh, so I gave him he talk, talked about the stone described how it was blah 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 and then he's made a hand sign uh, in some context and then he just whatever uh, and he, there was three different sounds or four different sounds it was really a gift for the portrait um, and I, I could have sat and listened to him just talking to, about stones for the whole day so amazing
0: let's have a listen to it yeah you're listening to Making Waves with Yorin Teller.
1: Obsidian can change. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's glass. It's, it's formed in lava. And um, depending on when it shot out of the volcano, how long it's been in the volcano, and uh, it, it can completely really change how obsidian can be. But obsidian is also very fragile. It's like glass, but surprisingly, it's incredibly sharp. Um, um, it's used, it's used, used in surgical tools because it's so precise. So, if we use traditional saws to cut them mm-hmm. it leaves all these of really uh, uh, we're going to have, uh, Minerals ranging from very soft to extremely hard. Um, the closest we can get to from that is um, diamonds, but however, uh, we don't work with diamonds because we don't have quickly, so, uh, the proper equipment. So, but one of the most challenging that I've worked with is Amazonite. Amazone. And Amazonite is part of the Fell family. It has all these crack lines in the stone. So as I'm cutting through the stone and all that, it, it sounds like uh, it sounds like there's breaks in the sauce because of the, because the cleavage whites are called cleavage lines, because there's a gap in between the structures of the minerals. And then, and then working, working on, on other, other ones, ones, such as obsidian, which is extremely, um, well, it's, it's, it's really, really close, close to glass, glass, under the same process glass as glass, glass. So, so it sounds, sounds like a, 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 a gritty, gritty sound as, as you cut, cut through it. Otherwise, otherwise it, um, if you, if you get, get raw obsidian, it sounds very, um, chunky, because, because it has, has a resistance to the saw, so, so it's, so um, Kingsburg is going to be The mid-range of uh, strong to not very strong. Every child like this, everyone. Obsidian. change. James. Uh, that's, what's the name of it? It's, it's the first the World War. the second it's out of the Because selecting of series, I mean, so it she The sauce, like breaks in the sauce. Shhh. Because of the cleavage wines, they're called cleavage wines because there's a gap in it. It can be fragile, but it also can be the I'm to well, it really close to Yeah, I was thinking
2: when I recorded it and worked on it, when he had gone, I had this feeling of uh, some dark ambient uh, and it. Came up just by accident. I, I worked with that oh, feeling, the low drone, and it felt right. I've, uh, it wasn't.
0: So what gave you that feeling? His
2: uh, his body and his uh, collar, a dress, was deep blue and black, and uh, uh, I think he had some. I don't remember precisely. Maybe even a little leather, leather thing on to protect himself when he was working. Um, and it felt also right in in text in context i I remember the the, that i've always felt since i came to canada that there's some hard dark ambient techno electronic scene somewhere anywhere all the time i mean i felt that in montreal i felt that also when, when i met you in 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 toronto early on in 2001 or two or something and it's a little, um, uh, it's a little like the feeling of Cronenberg or feeling of Lynch uh, in the movies, uh, this uh, American night darkness. Uh, and he, I think, I felt that with him by accident. Felt felt right, and also then corresponding to the cave. And uh, the lecturer's way of speak, which could be a lecture at any university.
0: Yeah, it will sound like you're recording a lecture, or yeah. you inserted a yeah. l- like yeah. some found sound or something from a lecture. Yeah, yeah, it felt yeah. like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, came who came out? I think it's James, no? Is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That was the next one. Yeah, from Crystal Cave. Yeah.
2: yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. He he was coming out uh, to to be recorded, and uh, we had a long talk about his former profession which was photography and um, try, I tried to, this was a kind of portrait where I was trying to find his, uh, he, make him contribute in a visual way with sounds. So I thought maybe that's a really abstract question to give people. But uh, tried to, some artistic people. They snatch it very. Uh, they, snap, they get into it very fast from um, working with imagery. Then they start to use sounds as image, images. And we went some other ways. It was just a way to try to make a relation and a shift.
1: Okay. Well, I think my uh, my latest experience with sound was uh, a video I saw of somebody playing guitar on a dock. And as he was stringing, at, at dusk, all the bugs mm-hmm. on the water jumped. And because he was back there, you could see all the bugs on the water as he strummed. And every chord produced a bug jump at separate heights. So if he was the light on not jump as much. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not well, yeah, right. What I would do is I would something called fluffing, My uh, my latest experience with sound was uh, a video I saw of somebody playing guitar on a dog. And as he was stringing, at at dusk, all the bugs in the water jumped. And because he was back, he on the water as he strummed, and every chord produced... On the Sudden, 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 okay. see, uh, the monkeys are the Okay, my experience we found was uh, a video I saw of somebody playing guitar. Nearly yeah, the <laughs> at, at dusk, all the <laughs> in the water. <laughs> but could see the water as he strummed, and every chord produced much. <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> the water. Uh, well, that's, I, I, I'm, well yeah, I'm not, what I would do is I would, is I would, would something of flushing, 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 so it's, <laughs> okay, well, I think my, uh, my latest experience with sound is uh, a video I saw of somebody playing guitar on a dock, and as he was spinning, anyway, at, at dusk, all the bugs in the water jumped, because And every chord produced. (laughs)
0: So you're saying it reminded you of something I, I, I,
2: It was just like I, I couldn't remember everything we were talking about. And, and it was interesting. Um, I, there was something happening, of course. But that also you hear now really the kind of became kind of a song form because the loop was kind of making a, ro- a round of maybe 20 seconds where the same thing was more or less the same. And he repeated the story all the time about that guitar in the video, and I don't. We never. I don't really hear that we get the what it's about. But it's his first experience with sound or something a guitar. But then we don't hear the rest any time. <laughs> it's always what was the clue. Uh, but so is that
0: something to do with the the looper? It just it only has a limited time and it didn't record all of it. Probably. Um, I'm not sure. Or are know. you selectively? I Stuff cut it off when I okay. mixed it,
2: I, it's, okay. uh, uh, my both question, answers might be right, um, I don't know, uh, it has this timing thing and I was curious when I listened to it that it was actually so many times I didn't remember that. Um, the one thing I was uh, that I remember, I remember now is that we talked about he was actually in photography, he did a lot of photography of birds and so I, I questioned him, can you sing like some of the birds, uh, do some bird songs or something and he was like completely blown away, that was not possible, <laughs> but then he, he, he came in, his trick to get birds uh, photographed was to put that sound, I can't do it completely, but you hear it 3-4 times, so, and then apparently the birds came, mm-hmm. they could, that could call them out and he could get his photos done which was really sweet a nice trick to have (laughs) very nice of course perfect and then the other thing he did sonically was kind of he could speak french so i have asked him to sing a song in french and i think i was quite a a surprised how many people here could not cannot speak French I was thinking alright it was be more 50-50 but it's more like five or ten percent mm-hmm. uh, and he was like I can speak French quite okay I stayed there some five years or something so I'm always happy when I get uh, a Latin uh, something even Spanish or Italian Italian um, so he's saying a small melody we hear it once or twice in, in, the, in, the, in the portrait
0: next we have uh, Craig
2: Oh, Craig is a nice game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he was uh, a little uh, pushed from different whenever he came up, Arr! and then suddenly came some customers and he couldn't come. And I was preparing and I said, well, ooh, I'm closing down soon. I said, well, ooh, and then he, so I had heard that he could play djembe and, and he, or African drums and. Um, and he would bring his drum and so on and i used to be an uh, african dancer in, in, in uh, with a jimbo player in paris uh, on a very high level well, i had a very high level teacher and, and, and she had a very high level uh, french drummer coco who played amazing drums jimbo uh, i tried myself for some time but i gave up because i think you have other other works to do and <laughs> Controlled de- jam, but I tried to con. I worked actually playing congas and batter drums for four or five years, and went to Africa in the eighties and stuff. So I'm, I have been around the stuff, and t- I taught. Uh, I was teaching also African dance for a couple of years. Uh, that's another story, anyway. But I was happy that that he came with his jam, de- and he was quite actually a very good jam de- player. I felt he had a, a good vocabulary, uh, and knew different rhythms. And he just sort of sat down, and, and we just recorded what he did, and. Um, for me i don't usually i'm not usually interested in performances from people or they come and sing a song or have something prepared in their routine so i just uh, and we'll it, the a record is the antropolog or whatever or a friend who has a, a tape recorder uh, but we had some really funny accidents going on i, I, I um, went to turn off the pa so i didn't have any feedback put my headphones on, but apparently the pier was still going. <laughs> and, but it, it didn't feed, uh, and he played the hell out of it, and I just uh, made a lot of loops, and he heard all of it. So he just played along with the loops, sapping and clipping and, and, and fooling around, and it's quite a noisy piece. <laughs> And it, gave, it became more noisy than I could control, actually. But I, I let it be, and it's also because I would like to show he, uh, something else, another, when it goes a little out of my control. But I got it. So a it became little, an
0: improvisation together? In totally, the... yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: totally. I mean, I, I, he, he stayed quite on his rhythm and his riffs and his calls, uh, but uh, it was completely overdubbed and uh, punked. Uh, but it, it, at the end I realized this and, then, and tss, saw that this person he could uh, do a lot more. And he t- uh, I told asked him who he, what he did and blah blah blah. And he's been traveling the whole world and he's been living in all kinds of spaces. And he has a Polish uh, uh, f- uh, partner um, and married and lives here and he stayed many years in Egypt and Asia and uh, all over the world. He's, he's really a world person and he could speak different languages so i say okay let me hear some egypt okay so he just singing egypt uh, arabic and then uh, oh let's hear some asian language it came out some asian language A really rich uh, presence mm-hmm. so that came out uh, and let's hear it it's quite active
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh spend summers in Sundridge. My okay. my family wow. has a cottage on Lake Bernard. My dad's side of the family is, yeah, yeah, is yeah, originally yeah. from Sundridge. Okay, wow. Yeah. Yeah, mate the side of the family is originally from Sundridge. Okay, wow. Yeah. And uh you're working here at David? Yeah, yeah, just just started in June. Uh a little shop there and have uh, been collecting but I've been outside of Canada for about 25 years I've been traveling in Asia, living in Asia. But yeah, well, Europe, Asia, well, my wife's from older. A master, <laughs> and, and, and then yeah, just continued when I was traveling in uh, China and
0: uh, Egyptian Kefa Habibi, Habibi Mahgela Habibi, Habibi. Egyptian Kefa uh, Habibi.
1: <laughs> and
0: then, yeah,
1: just continued when I was traveling in uh, China.
2: As you can really, it's really joy. I like uh, the singing skin of the jumper and, and also like the timbala has the same thing. You can really boom! and there's so many all that, that um, uh, sweeping of the tone or what you call that, the gliding frequency scale it's inside the skin. It really came out also in this recording. And it, uh I think it's really it was really amazing to listen to actually in the uh, phone again. I think it was uh, a really good drummer actually. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you can feel the traveling personality. <laughs> His voice has a, a good travel, and he's a, a nice meeting, a nice, nice person to meet anywhere in the world. You can feel that. Um, so I, I, really, I was really happy to meet uh, meet him and to. To have now the possibility to send this to Now
0: there's this kind of noisy edge to it that you carried on here with the portraits you did, we're not going to listen to them today, but yeah. the ones you made here at NASA yeah had that a similar edgy noisy yeah, yeah, quality, yeah, true. so is there, um, is that just a coincidence or is there something about uh, the environments they had in common or something about continuing what you did the previous day that there's always, does that happen with Improvisation that you often I mean, this you was started. special that he
2: came and played. Mm-hmm. This was special. I mean uh, I was afraid I hate normally people play chambers. It's not that you, I know you have a couple of timbers, but I mean uh, on the on the professional side it's an instrument you have to master. That's all. And he quite, he's quite okay. I mean mm-hmm. he's not a master but I mean he's very close. He has a good tone, and he had a, has different blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, he's a, he has a vocabulary, so, but maybe he was not in top form, but I, I can hear he has been Just playing a lot of songs. the moment, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know really the, to answer that question, but uh, that moment was a silent moment. There was no people there since an hour, and there was not so many cars uh, stressing us. Um, so it was more the noise. And also the losing of control, which you can hear sometimes, just whoa, loads of drums coming in, and I was, and maybe in a fatigue from having worked all day, and uh, not realizing what was going on, and then uh, it, I felt it was more controlled when I hear it, and than it was actually out of control when I recorded it. So it worked in a, in a, a free. Uh, 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 giving up or uh, uh, not giving up you know, both giving up, but also highlighting that while drumming and which is also about raising a lot of power. I've been dancing hours and days in, in hardcore training <laughs> workshops with djembe players. Whoa, that's a word! as really magic as I was Life, uh, lifestyle for three, four years around Paris. Uh, we traveled all over the, the whatever France. Long story. So that was also an echo of some lived life for me, too.
0: Life, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been listening to Making Waves, and that was Jorn Teller and his Sound Portraits project. You can hear more sound portraits at soundcloud.com slash
1: Thanks for listening, and join us again one month from now.